Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. The teacher podcast is a little bit like drunk history. But wait, do you guys actually drink while you record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode 80-something at this point. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you rate and review whatever app you're listening in. If you want to reach out, we are classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on your favorite social media. Uh, for this week, I'm actually pretty excited because we have uh, not just a teacher, but someone that also has a side gig and a podcast. So I'd like you guys all to meet Stacy. Stacy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm on spring break. So this is that time of the year where I can kind of relax. Oh, Love nice. That's perfect. I know. Yeah, you, said, you were like, uh, Tuesday at, at two is good. And I was like, oh, sweet. She must be on break. <laughs> Either that or it's going to be a very lively conversation with a lot of background noise. Exactly. Fire <laughs> alarms and all that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, could you imagine that? Like mid podcast that you're doing at the school, <laughs> you got to evacuate all the kids. Like, everybody to the door. <laughs> um, so, uh, Stacey, you also, you have a podcast. It's called Side Hustle Teachers. I uh, but what's what's your goal for side hustle teachers, or what do you like to you know spread to your audience if they listen in? Well, you know the most important thing I think is that there are so many teachers who are struggling with a lot of aspects of teaching right now, but whether it be the financial piece that you know teaching is not exactly a way to get rich quick mm-hmm. um, or if it's just that teaching seems to be consuming their whole life or if it's a matter of you know, I'm not sure that this is what I want to do for the next 20 or 30 years. Mm -hmm. And so whatever their reason for coming to me, what I like to do is I like to sort of give them options and help a lot of teachers understand that we have some crazy skills that will help us in pretty much anything we want to do. And, you know, what I find, what I found myself when I started my side hustles, it actually made me a better teacher because I wasn't so myopic about education. Like, you know, you know, the teacher brain, you just get into it and you're thinking about this and you're thinking about your kids all the time. And you're thinking about the newest educational theory or initiative that you are either on board with or being forced to be on board with. And, you know, it just sort of takes over your life. And when I started my side hustle seven years ago, God, um, that, that really helped me think about something else and get my mind off teaching. And when I was in the classroom, I was able to really be in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, the money doesn't hurt either. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm with you. No, I recently went back to um, my graduate school, like on campus and things like mm-hmm. that. And it really did put things in perspective. So I a hundred percent see where you're at with, or, or you ever go to like a professional development and they're like, I want you to take the perspective of a student. But you can almost never do that. Like you always go into teacher mode. Like, well, what if we did this or this or this? Yes. So uh, how long have you been teaching them? Uh, this is my 18th year teaching. 18th year. And you started your, your side hustle about uh, seven, eight years ago, right? Yeah. My so. first one was seven years ago and it was an utter disaster. <laughs> so. <laughs> what made it go? Was it because of the balance of teaching and the side hustle or was it just in general? It was, it was, a, it was a lot of things. <laughs> it was... Um, <laughs> It w- I had just had my daughter at that point and she was a preemie. So she had 
some issues of her own that we had to deal with. And then we had, you know, going back to school as a teacher after you've had a baby is like not the most fun thing in the world. Right. And yeah, it, it just wasn't a good fit. And I realized looking back that I wasn't listening to my gut and my gut was telling me this is a horrible thing. This is not the right thing for you to do. But fortunately it led me to the right thing or the first right thing. So, yeah. yeah. So when you, when you say that it was a struggle initially, uh, you have like an, an assistant now, right? I think her name is Lori. I do. Yeah. Okay. Has that kind of helped? Like what is her, what does she usually do to kind of help balance those things out? Like what are her responsibilities? Cause it seems well, I would she, love to have an assistant. That sounds great. I, know. <laughs> I had a buddy that helped me for a little bit, but that seems fantastic. Yeah. She's awesome. She, her job primarily is she reaches out to other hosts like you and, you know, tries to spread the word about what I'm doing so I can be guests mm -hmm. and I can talk to other teachers or other business people. Um, you know, I have an upcoming launch for my side hustle summer camp program. Mm -hmm. So um, she's going to help me out when I'm doing the webinars for that. So she's going to be in the chat answering questions and she's going to be letting me know if there's technical problems. And then mm -hmm. um, when I have an ask me anything call before the, the whole thing closes up, she's going to be again in the chat on the Facebook live, but she'll also be sort of summarizing everything so that I can send out mm -hmm. all the questions and the answers to everybody the next day so that we can get the information out there. So sure. yeah, she does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and I seriously don't know how I would do it without her. <laughs> how did you get in, how'd you get in touch with her or in contact with her? Um, I was in a group um, on Facebook for VAs for people who are virtual assistants. And gotcha. um, I've actually since left the group because that's not the direction I'm going in. But I posted in there, I'm looking for a VA. And I figured that would be a target rich <laughs> environment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she responded. And after a few interviews with a few people, she she was clearly a good fit for what we were trying to do here. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. That sounds fantastic. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess going back to school, what, what grade or grades do you teach? I teach six, seven, and eight. I'm a music teacher. So. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. I have all the kids who aren't in band. <laughs> so oh, okay. The ones yeah, that are really motivated then? <laughs> they can be. They can be. We started ukulele this year and it's amazing oh, really? how interested even like the tough jock kids are like i got a kid who's got a broken collarbone from lacrosse and his biggest mm -hmm. question is can i still play the ukulele when he walked in the room oh, nice yeah so yeah it's it can be interesting trying to find ways to reach the kids who are only there because they have to be but sure yeah i love my hormonal preteens so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's the <laughs> instrument that i think i've picked up like 30 times like i'm gonna learn i'm gonna learn and then it's, uh, it gets dropped and not uh then i don't i think i have two at some point I think I have two ukuleles sitting around somewhere, but I haven't really quite gotten to it. But yeah. Someday, yeah well, the interesting someday. thing is my own daughter won't learn from me, but I've got like 400 <laughs> kids at school that will. So <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I was like, mom, I don't want to learn from you. Uh, does she go to the, the same school that you teach at? No, or? we live in a different town. So she goes, she goes to a separate place, which I think is better for all of us. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's interesting because I have a lot of, I've had a few people on that are also music teachers. Um, oh, yeah. I just went to like a, uh, Robbie Hicks, music teacher. Uh, there's a friend of mine that wants to be on at some point, music teacher. And then I just did a professional studio for like a video podcast that by the time our episode comes out, it'll already be out. But the guy that runs the studio, he's like, oh yeah, I also have a residency. And he goes from school to school teaching music, which is, I, like, I'm not sure if it's the creativity, but I feel like a lot of music teachers have some sort of a 
not to use your title, but side hustle to kind yeah. of keep themselves. Yeah. I feel like sometimes hope. we just can't sit still. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. We have to have some sort of creative outlet. Um, well, and it's crazy because once you really get comfortable with it, especially once you get past your first few years, you have this like above or like the, the larger picture in mind, right? So you can kind yeah. of focus on other things like your hobbies or side hustles and things like that. But So I guess how do you, in terms of being a music teacher, are there certain like initiatives or things that you're kind of, because a lot of times there's things I want to do in my classroom, but I'm kind of forced inadvertently, you know, like you're not forced, but you're forced. Yeah. How much autonomy do you have as a music teacher? Um, I'd say a fair bit. You know, we always have the whole school thing. Um, you know, we we went to a new evaluation system a couple of years ago that's like pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole school goal and there's a parent goal and there's our individual SLOs and, you know, it's just an onslaught of initials, but <laughs> there's... <laughs> And if you fall behind on those initials, you will, a day, you'll be way out of, out of date. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, So, you know, we have all of these things. Um, I think, I think my principal does a pretty good job of understanding that we're not like the core teachers. And because we don't have um, a subject that's necessarily tested, it's one of those things where we have a little bit more freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, but then we had something this year with a, a technology privacy law that came into effect that about December, I was told that my curriculum was no longer allowed to be used because it doesn't comply with this new data law. So um, we're, we're going to have you rewrite your entire curriculum mid-year. Oh, God. So. Brutal. Yeah, oh, what, everybody it, feels it. Was it like a video thing or audio and like names are being used or what? What was it that was? <laughs> no, it's we just have a law that says that every company that has to that is doing any business with any school district has to sign a a contract stating what will happen if there is a breach of student data and what they do with student data. And I agree with it on principle, but you know when it affects your classroom, you kind of <laughs> want to shake your fist at somebody. Sure, but um. Yeah, it was just the company that I was using. I was I was doing keyboards primarily, and it was an iPad-based program. And, you know, the keyboards would listen to the iPads and the vice versa, and the kids could play, and it would give them instant feedback, and it was fabulous, but the company wouldn't sign the contract, so. Gotcha. So that puts that you the end of that. Afloat. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and you mentioned, too, there's uh, in your observation, um, like professional responsibilities and things like that, there's a parent goal, too. Does that mean that you have pretty good parent engagement in uh, what state are you in? I'm sorry. Connecticut. Connecticut. Is there pretty good parent engagement? Because like we just had our report card pickup, which is like our parent teacher conferences, and we're all in one room. And I think maybe five families came to see me. Oh, gosh. Uh, Do you get pretty good engagement? Um, As a school, I think we do. The way the parent goal works is that in the spring, the school has to send out um, a survey to all the parents in the district and they really push it hard, like fill this out. If you don't, we're going to get in trouble. And then, um, and then they base a goal next year that the whole school has to meet on what the parents say is in need of improvement. Sure. It's almost like an IEP, uh, goal, but for, I'm assuming for all kids, right? Like general ed as well. Yeah. Like this year we're working on feedback. Like parents think Mm -hmm. that they don't, know enough about how feedback is used in the classrooms. Ah, okay. So, 
That's yeah. interesting. That, that's actually kind of, I mean, I'm sure it's probably a, a hurdle in itself, but I feel like I've offered feedback on like, like at parent conferences, like the few that show up and it's never the one that you really wanted to show up, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you give them the feedback, like, you know, I'm a little concerned. Your, your student seems to be um, uh, very challenging to redirection. Uh, and then that parent will like start swearing at you like, well, what the F do you mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I see where you get it now. hundred percent understand. <laughs> Let's save this conversation for later in life. Yeah. So that's where I can yeah, see that. Yeah. That's, that's when you meet the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And they might not be a good tree, but even still. Yeah. So I guess if you are, you have your, your eye, you know, first on your career and also on, I got to change my curriculum mid-year, but you also have this, it's like a mentoring thing too, right? With Side Hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I meet with people. I have clients that I work with one-on-one -on -one, and I have this program that's going to be, well, it's an eight week program over summer vacation. So if you okay. want to get your business up and running, we'll do all the back end stuff. We'll get your content planned out and your visibility plan and all that stuff mm -hmm. over the eight weeks of summer. So that when you go back in the fall or in some cases, some people don't go back in like late July, which mm -hmm. is insane to me, <laughs> but, um, when you go back to school, you have all the pieces in place sure. so that you can just sort of pick up and you can adjust for, and I think this is where it really helps having a teacher because, you know, the first few weeks of school, you're not doing anything but thinking about school because right. you're setting up your classroom, you're getting to know the kids, you're, you know, figuring out what went missing over summer vacation, all those things. <laughs> and you know, so you have to have a plan in place on how to deal with that. So as a teacher helping other teachers, it's nice to have that understanding and yeah. that sort of piece of the puzzle that I haven't found in any podcast or website or a YouTube guru or anything else that I've looked at in many, many, many years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, especially since we wear so many hats, you would think that this would be a thing, but I guess that's good for you to kind of get in on the ground floor when there's nothing else like it right now. Yeah, I'm not crying about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you see yourself um, eventually or at some point transitioning away from education to just focus on like making it your main hustle, I guess you could call it? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I always say it depends on the day. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, there are some days when I go right. home and I'm like, that's it. I'm, I'm quitting. I'm just doing this full time. And then there are some days <laughs> when I go home and I'm like, what side hustle? Life is great. So right. Yeah. I think right now what I'd really like to do is just work um, part-time. The way our schedule is set up is that I see my eighth and seventh graders in the morning. And that's mm. what I really, 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 really love. So I'd love mm. to do the seventh and eighth graders in the morning and then go home and have the afternoons to work on business stuff. But sure. yeah, we'll see. I could see that. Do you ever <laughs> do like as a music teacher, do you like, is one of your side hustles like teaching kids at their home or they come to you like music lessons or anything like that? I used to do that. That I guess okay. that was actually my first side hustle, but, um, sure. yeah, no, like the I obvious one for a music teacher. Hated it. <laughs> I hated <laughs> that bad. Oh God, main, I hated. I actually, what was the main struggle? It was just, you know, the, the, the lack of practice. And I actually, this is sure. my old <laughs> piano teacher retired like 15 years ago and I'd been teaching and I was teaching students privately. And when he retired, I sent him a congratulations card. I was like, that's wonderful. You worked really hard. I'm so sorry <laughs> for all the times <laughs> I didn't practice yeah. and made you sit there and struggle through my lessons because <laughs> sure, I totally sure. get it. Yeah. 
It was just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I remember when we used to have to have a, we had a practice schedule. It was like a little grid sheet and our parent had to sign it. And one of my, my siblings, my older siblings, uh, she would write in like, oh, I did zero minutes. And then my parent would sign it, but then she would add in like a one and zero. So she had a hundred <laughs> genius. Uh, <laughs> Clever. I found that. And I think one or maybe even both of my former band teachers, I did it in middle school. They might listen. So maybe this is bad, but every so often I would just kind of erase the date and change it and be like, oh, I lost my sheet the other time. So they, they didn't really check it, but that's got to be a staple for music teachers. They're used to people not actually practicing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a they're frustration, but you know, I figure if they're not going to do their homework for anybody else, then I really shouldn't expect to be any different. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm with you there. <laughs> so where is, where is your podcast at right now? So you said you're about to start season two uh, in the fall. Yeah, well, we're, as we're recording this, we're just finishing up season one. That'll end, um, in mid-May when the doors close for Side Hustle Summer Camp. And then I'm going to get that all set. But I'll be recording season two over the summer so that I can release it in the fall. So, right, right. Yeah, it's one I of like those that. content things that I teach other people to do that I'm trying to do myself. <laughs> right, right. I'll say I do mine. I, I even go through the summer just like I'm, I'm a weekly um, release and I kind of wish I had done it as seasons, but now it's like, uh, we're already a year and a half in. Let's just keep up with it. So that might have myself bite myself in the foot a little bit, but that's yeah. just how it goes. As long as you like to do it, it's all good. Well, and I was talking to my buddy, Brian. Uh, he has a podcast, the Lazy Teacher Podcast. Yep. We were thinking like, man, if this ever takes off, like that'd be fantastic if it became like our full hustle, but then my material's all gone. You know what I mean? Like for, for my format, it's basically let's tell like funny stories and stuff over a couple of beers in the classroom. Yep. And in that, it's gone. Like the reservoir of memories, it, it can only last so long before you use everything. You know what I mean? But that is true. Although if you have guests on, then they can tell their funny stories and those are never ending. There you go. That could be it. Yeah. <laughs> that would work 100%. There's some stories though that, uh, have you ever had like a guest on and you're like, oh, I probably can't use that <laughs> where they tell yes. a story. Like it's really good and it's fun in the moment, but you're like, that's, that's cut. That one's cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a, a podcast before this one. I was actually focusing on moms before this and I, mm. I just kept getting called back to work with teachers like that little string inside your, I don't sure. know, heart, gut, head, whatever <laughs> that, uh, and I was just like, but I had a guest on there and she just, I, I, hmm, there was nothing wrong with it. I just, every time I'd had a new interview, I'd be like, oh, well, I'll just put her off. And I'll just put her <laughs> off. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It turned out never getting published because it just, it just wasn't great. There was yeah. something off. Sure. Yeah. Well, and I also found too, this is why I asked a buddy of mine to kind of help out with my social media and email and stuff. Every so often you get this one weird person that tries to contact you and you're like, I don't want to interact with this person right now. So it's like, hey, can you handle that for me? And I'll just be over here. That's kind of the one thing I've been running into a lot. Yeah, especially as you start to get known and you start to get out there more that, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, the weirdos come out of the wall. Yeah, I had this cool moment where I was... Um, so I'm like, oh my God, that's the guy. Cause I went to like a buddy of mine's stand-up performance. And I'm like, oh my God, you're the guy that was reposted by him. And I was like, oh my God, the one and only time I'll be recognized. <laughs> There's also when I was like, I'm away to the bathroom too. So I was like, I guess this is a moment, but like not the best moment, but I'll take it. <laughs> It'll never happen again. Was At least it wasn't in the bathroom. That's true. There, there are way worse ways to go. Like, <laughs> like Kevin Hart had a fan that like waited for him when he was like in a stall. And oh, like, God. Can I get a picture with you? And he's like, come on, man, like give me a minute. 
Let's wait till I'm out of here. That's kind of how it goes. But, yeah. Oh boy. So Stacy, where can they where can they check out not only your podcast, but where can they also check out or get in touch with you at Side Hustle Teachers? So you can go to side-hustle-teachers.com. Um, and that's pretty much where all my content and podcast episodes and blog posts and all that stuff live. Um, I also have a really active Facebook group where as of today we're at over eight hundred members. So there you go. Yeah, which for three months is not too shabby. I was actually kind of expecting it to still be around like 40. <laughs> so I'm, I'm struggling with the, the super fast growth, but that's just um, on Facebook. You can search for side hustle teachers and that's pretty much it. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for being on. Uh, this was a nice little spring break kind of recording type of thing. Yeah, uh, so I appreciate you. that. Uh, everybody else, make sure uh, check out Stacy's podcast. Check out Side Hustle Teachers. Uh, if you'd like to be on the show, you can reach us classroombrew at gmail.com as well as at classroombrew on social media. Uh, rate and review, all that good stuff. Uh, again, subscribe to Side Hustle Teachers. And then, of course, until next week, class dismissed. <laughs>